Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi friends, Crystal here. New year and new you, and boy, do we have some new tools for you to help you transform your life into the one you have always dreamed of. We have some new ways for you to connect with us over outside of the show. So we have a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. We also have a language manual to your true self to help you understand the key terms in human design and how to apply them to reading your human design chart and also to your life. And we are so happy to announce doors are now open for the cosmic community, which is a no commitment or five month commitment package to connecting with us over in our private Facebook group. You will have the chance to connect with Leah and myself each month with our premium episodes through our program plus monthly forecast. There's also weekly aura energy updates, weekly tarot card polls connected to a human design gate, monthly market shares for fellow entrepreneurs to share their work and exclusive bonus content you will not be getting anywhere else from us. Come join the cosmic community to understand how to utilize the transits to your advantage and have a safe space to learn, grow, and connect. And we also have our children's class called Nurture Your Child Through Their Design. And our most popular classes are our variable mini classes, which are bite-sized, self-paced audios and guidebooks on the first two transformations. And if you want to stay connected with some education and love from us, join our email list and check out our website, which you can find that and every offer I just discussed down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you over on our next episode. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal, and it's just me. Well, sort of. Leah's not here, but I do have a special guest. I am going to introduce right now Dave Myers from Neutrino Radio, and he creates human design content. And when I tell you that it's not just human design content, because human design content has gotten a little stale, a little boring, even for myself, I can say as a generator, I'm like, you need to step it up. Because when I look at Dave's work, I'm like, wow, he like brings it to life. And Dave is a 5-2 emotional manifester. And I believe he takes us on his ride, his wave, and it's brilliant. So welcome, Dave. How you doing? I am fine. How are you? <laughs> Good. I feel like this is going to be an interesting conversation between a manifester and a generator. We bridge a few of each other's 
hanging gates and you bridge one of my splits. So I think, I think this is going to be a fun conversation. Indeed. <laughs> yes. For the YouTube people, definitely watch yeah. our mannerisms. <laughs> yeah. For those of you watching the video version, which exists in case you didn't know, available <laughs> on YouTube. Um, yes, we're putting our hands up in like a victorious mm -hmm. gesture. That's, I feel like that is very uh, 2551, the channel of initiation. It's like, yes, like we're going, we're going on the path now. Jumping over the chasm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we get each other. <laughs> we. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then also how long you've been in your human design experiment and anything else you want to share in relation to that. Uh, let's see. I'm like a 50 year old white guy, um, <laughs> from Chicago <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to be 50 in a week or not a, oh, week, wow. a month, a month, a couple few weeks feels like a week. <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was I'd been doing human design for three years. So I was a chef at like a health food company doing research and development, like developing recipes. Mm. And uh I mean also that's what I was doing for a career, like for the like that particular company I was at for ten years as a chef, but I've been I was working in kitchens forever. And um, and uh, just one of the people at the company f found human design hmm. and started asking everybody what their birthday is. <laughs> and, you know, in retrospect, it was, I'm sure, very annoying for most <laughs> people in the company. Yeah. And I, I know for a fact that it was actually um, for some of them. Um, but I, because I just kept having, I was having meetings with this person for work reasons, working on projects, and um, she would just sort of casually be like, so, you know, the manifestors are like this, or, you know, you're, when you walk into a room, this is what happens if you don't inform, blah, 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 and then, nah, nah, nah. and I was just all these little things about like, you know, you're like a big boat in a small harbor, like you do it. And just all this just sort of started to be like, okay, none of this doesn't make sense. Like what? And it started to build up this understanding that it like, I have this sort of you know, I haven't really tapped into my potential, how my energy works and mm -hmm. that I can actually be really, you know, more powerful. Cause I was sort of like a bitch at this, this company. Like, oh. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I was an executive, but I wasn't like invited to the retreats and stuff anymore. Oh. And it was just sort of like, I mean, y'all ain't a little repelling and shit. And like, yeah, sure. But I was just kind of, um, 
you know, constantly felt underappreciated and mm. stuff. And then it came time for my evaluation. <clears throat> and, um, and so it sort of was this practical reason to, I was like, okay, I've got to like renegotiate my salary and like literally like pick a new person to report to because it didn't make sense that I was like, now that I had a manager above me, which I'd been the manager before, like it didn't make sense for me to report to that person because like he was managerial and I was creative. It was just like, who, how is this going to, so there's like all this negotiation. And I was like, I know I'm going to try to get a computer out of this. I was just like, I need to tap into this manifester thing mm-hmm. and walk into this evaluation with like some extra confidence and some, I don't know, what is this? Like how I didn't, it seemed like, a, you know, a, now I know that I don't look at it as this self-helpy sort of, you know, self-improvement thing. You know, mm. I, we've, we've got language for that now, like being in the, in the system which is, sounds terrible to call it that, but in our experiments. <laughs> Which do you prefer? System, you prefer experiment? Well, it is. A, it's both. But yeah. I mean, thus being in the system doesn't have a good, that has It does feel a little homogenized saying it that way, like trying to put everybody in back in the box, like get back in this, the system, get back yeah, in line, not, guys. It's not, that's the wrong phrase, but it is a system mm-hmm. <laughs> of knowledge. But anyways, we don't people that are purists let's say mm-hmm. yeah i know what you're talking about like reject this idea of human design being some tool for like living your best life you know it's not but at the time but it is it is but it's it's not the best life that you think it is you know yes no that is it's like that is it's exactly you know, opposite of what you probably are imagining in your mind yeah it's it's not a it's not the the vision board version of that you think it is so no. but at the time it was like okay this is self-empowering i'm gonna i need to find out more about this and i need to do it soon you know and so finally i was like okay um what are these audios what i I said i should listen to something and so she sends me to she just gives me a link to um to jovian and tells me to listen to the manifestor signature audio just to get started on it and i so this one saturday i sat down and listened to that and then I listened to all the other signatures and then I listened to all the, every audio that was on Jovian. And then I, you know, I just, and I went to the, it was January 25th, 2019. Oh, wow. And, uh, um, uh, 2020, sorry. Okay. Um, and I just, I went to a bookstore and called her and I was like, so what book should I buy? She's like, you can't get it at a bookstore. Don't buy any of those books. <laughs> And um, <laughs> and then another friend of mine lent me the definitive book, but it was like it was just on from there, and it wasn't even. It was no longer as soon as I I figured you know just as soon as I listened to Ra talk and just sort of got the gist of what the whole thing was, it wasn't. 
it wasn't it was no longer just like okay well this is some i'm just going to use this as some tool it was like oh i'm gonna this is the rest of my life yeah you know this is oh how the universe works okay oh yeah <laughs> so, like literally like it's like it expands out so far that people can't grasp that part and that's where i feel like i'm my like my gate 43 is like ahead of its time where i'm like people we need to be using the transits the transits are here to support you if you know what's happening every second of every day <laughs> Sorry, I get a little extreme. I have gay 15. <laughs> <laughs> but I even can't, you know, it's like only you don't need to do anything. No, you don't. Than, I mean, you you should do strategy and authority. I mean, and we don't even say should ever. But yeah, and that's all you really that's all it really has to be. I mean, the transits like they they come in handy when they come in handy. And sometimes I don't look at them for days, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes I like to just kind of like forget what I what I what I knew was going on and just kind of like live my life and then go backwards and look out. Well, what was in transit when I was doing this? Mm -hmm. And it's always like such in alignment. But sometimes I like to go back to I guess I'll use in air quotes normal um of not knowing what's really happening and just kind of just like going with the flow with being a generator and then just like seeing if I was like look backwards you know like with my first line I'm like let me do a little investigation research from like my third line body experience <laughs> yeah and I mean you are I'm you're interested in that so it's like that's what gets you excited about human mm -hmm. design but like you don't you could be totally completely 100 percent into hd and not even transits could not even be part of your trip uh-huh yeah you know? for sure and i'll honestly like i it's i'm starting this is starting to happen again right now i go through these phases where i just don't I can't study HD. Mm -hmm. it just everybody does, and it just puts me off frequency. Like to to listen to anything, to read anything, to even think about it. And I used to get discouraged when that would happen, mm -hmm. and just be like, "Oh, I guess I'm done with human design." Like I, I'll and just this this feeling of like, well, I, I finished, I'm no longer interested in this. And, but I feel like that's always a process in time though. I like there's, there's, in, it's like integration periods of where like you really have to allow whatever you've been either taking in yeah. or experimenting with to just kind of like settle. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you'll get for you an urge for me a response and i'll be like 
I got to go get some more lectures. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. okay, somebody tell me what else I need to know. How much deeper can I go now? And then I eat it, eat it, eat it. And then I'm like, okay, I got to rest again. Like we all go through that. And that's one thing that I actually learned when I worked at the Kabbalah Center. Um, I worked there for three and a half years. And so there would be all these people like similar with human design, like so invested in Kabbalah. They would come to every event, everything that was going on. And so every class. And so then I wouldn't see them for a while because I was there like almost every day. So I was like, where are these people? And then I I go up to a teacher. I'd be like, what happened to so-and-so? They're like, oh, they're on a Kabbalah break. I was like, what is that? I was like, why do you, what do you need? What are you taking a break for? But it's mm-hmm. this there. And I, and I often wonder like, is there in a relation here with the Kabbalah tree of life where it's just like, I feel like it's like, ascension it's a pathway to ascension is what the Kabbalah tree of life is and so I feel like we're all kind of like going on our little path and every so often we have to like stop and take a little break a little breather all of us every single type just being human like you have to take breaks Mm -hmm. or at least from I mean here's the thing I used to get totally discouraged to be like okay well suddenly the thing it's like being addicted to a drug and then suddenly the drug doesn't do anything for you yeah mm-hmm. and so to be like oh what am i supposed to do now like there's nothing that can replace this in my life and i'm talking about studying you know just mm-hmm. like knowledge yeah. knowledge i want to say consumption but it's more like feasting it's like a i know the <laughs> goblin just like eating without its hands you know just so i and but it would be like okay well what's my i thought this was you know my path to like a new career or a mm. new you know it was my whole source of like my entire social life at this point and now i just don't give a shit about it anymore mm. like what am i going to do with my life and i just be so discouraged like i it's like you could no longer paint or something is you know and so (laughs) but the but i guess i just had to learn that it's just that it really is temporary there's no way that i'm not gonna always do this because it it it's that on thing you can't unsee it's the genie you can't put back in the bottle Mm -hmm. and it's just always it's just going to be there forever now and so but the experiential part of it doesn't go away like you'd still know when something's not right for you and mm-hmm. you still kind of like you know you have your cognition is still there you're still deconditioning you're still doing all the things because you're you you know what your type is and you're just you can't help but be your type after a while yeah. You're always your type. I mean, even when you're in your not self, you're still your type. <laughs> right. You can't, you really can't, you cannot escape your aura if you tried. Like I would, right. I have a leopard spots tattooed to the back of one of my arms. And this was before finding human design. And I wanted so, so badly to be the cheetah 
And that is the manifester. The cheetah is the manifester. And I wanted so badly to be the cheetah. And I used to run, like I used to run, I still run, but um, I would race, I used to race people. I have the hanging 25. Um, and so I used to race kids like in, in school and I was always like, kind of like the cheetah and I was, and I felt like the cheetah, but like also like, just like my pretend mask. And I realized after I got the tattoo in a few years, when I got into my experiment, I was like, um, just a wannabe manifester, <laughs> which I feel like most generator types are. Cause it just like it, you guys to me are just so mysterious and so alluring. And I feel like the generator is not really that mysterious. Um, you're like shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the nature of it is so the generator is so enveloping. It's just like, come on in. Like I'm so open. I can't close it. At, even yeah. if I, if I tried closing doors, it would just like literally me just like, I'd have to like leave. Like that's me. <laughs> that's me closing the doors just leaving your aura because like me standing there like I feel I don't know if other generators feel this way and I also feel like this has to do with my open throat as well like I feel naked like when I walk into a room like everybody turns and looks at me and I'm like whoa what I do <laughs> I mean that's kind of a manifester trait to have everybody turn and look at you mm-hmm I don't know if it's my defined heart or or like what that or like just being completely open there, like completely open throat. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like it can be it's uh, sometimes I I can just be so I I think it's the magnetizing, like people like the light came in the room is kind of like no oh, sure like, the way that I yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> what is this bright shiny light that has just graced us with its presence oh yeah. it's the generator people say that they're like you are just so like light filled and like exciting sure. and like people call me like this little fairy now and i'm like because i'm actually very short <laughs> so i'm like i'll take it i love fairies i really do so sure <laughs> now i know some you know some of my generators friends are are the sparkliest people yeah. and it's hilarious when we're together because i'm just such, like the total eeyore guy and yeah. you know it's just like how you doing <laughs> i know and like i'm fine and like they're just like hands. i you yeah and it's just sort of like are you in a bad mood i'm like yes i am it's like oh <laughs> you know I'm also a Sagittarius sun, so it's like extra bubbly when I'm like really magnetic because I just and then I get because I have an open throat, I just get louder. Um, so it's like you can't miss me when when that's happening. And that's mm -hmm. and a lot of times when we're like the most magnetic is when other people try to dim that down because it's like you're shining too bright. And that's where a lot of times with our open undefined centers, we can get a little bit uh, the not self-reserved, closed off, shrinking. And sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm being too seen, my open throat's like, well, now I have to like shrink down. Do you feel that way with like your open undefined centers, like with your sacral? Do you Have you felt that way like with work, like we were just talking about? 
your last job. I don't know if that was your last job, but mm. the yeah, last career, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> like overseen. Is that what you mean? Like, too like where exposed? Yeah, too. Yeah, I guess too exposed and where it's like people see too much of that area and you feel like that means that it, it, like it's like when you shine too bright in one place that's negative from society. So I have to dim that area down a little bit to be more watered down and neutral for everyone to be able to handle me. Are you at the point or were you never like that because you're a manifester? <laughs> hmm. I, I guess I, I can sense when I'm a little bit overwhelming to mm. some people or like annoying. Like it's so different now than it used to be. Like, I, yeah. and it, you know, I started my experiment at um, with less than two months before COVID. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of, and everything is, uh, everything that's happened since I started my experiment has been since everything is different anyways so i don't some things i can't accurately make it comparisons or if you just remember back after, to but, your past self even before finding human design like we just like i always like the fact when i found out i had an open throat i was like of course <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just like that's 100 percent correct the most effective like the that i most feel insecure about i guess would be like an undefined ajna hmm. you know just and that's kind of like my my open throat they're just sort of like don't you don't have to prove it you don't have to say anything you don't have to do you know just because you have something you know experience with what's being talked about doesn't mean you have to share it like a, or maybe that's a circuitry thing but um I guess like, uh, yeah, but just like I thinking back to when I should have just shut the fuck up or something. <laughs> and then there's the ego, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm really answering your question. Um, you, you feel like you're, so are you saying that you feel like your undefined Ajna is, is your most insecure center? If like you had to well, pick. Well, I notice because the ego, I guess would, would have to do more with overall insecurity or self-worth or whatever um but as far as what's like the, telling wanting my feeling like i need to tone something down mm -hmm. i guess that would largely be the i don't know i've never had to think about this okay sorry i think about but it the, all the time <laughs> I guess that yeah, the Ajna just like trying to prove that I that I know things that you're like certain that, and that you have an opinion, yeah. like you have a strong opinion to share. Yeah, and just sort of like beating on my chest with like being like righteous with my ideas and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that can also be open, undefined, hardy too. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe it's know, a, maybe I, it's a twofer. A twofer. I, <laughs> By the way, everyone, I I have all the brown things defined. So I've got throat to the solar plexus defined with the 1222 and the 3536. And then I have the root to the spleen defined with the 
3254. So my open, I don't have any completely open centers hmm. um, in my undefined centers. I feel like lucky. <laughs> I feel like people that have just undefined centers, like at least you got a little bit of a buffer, a little bit of a, a place to pull from a little bit. Like I, I have an open head, an open throat, and an open solar plexus. And those are my th three most overwhelming places. Um, my open head, um, now that I have the awareness around it, it doesn't really bother me as much as any of the other open undefined centers. I can usually catch that one the quickest because I know when I feel the pressure coming in from up there now. Um, but the open throat mostly is my probably most triggering area. And I often wonder if that's because the majority of the population actually is defined. It's like, I always knew that I lived in a world that was not, I don't Did know. say that that's the, the hierarchy, not of, not of, um, authorities, but the hierarchy right. of like noticing of like the, the outward. Yeah. The most triggering. Of, of the centers of the open centers of the throat is like the most noticeable the one like it starts with the throat hmm. i do believe is it <laughs> That's what i'm gonna I... have to go check it's been a while since i know exactly what you're talking about but it's been a while since i've seen that um i well, thought probably that... because of the attention needing yeah you know I, mean? I really do want attention I do want it. I and like and now I'm at the point of well fuck it. Um I'm just going to fucking want it now. Like why like literally everybody wants attention. If that wasn't true, then we would not have social media. The like button wouldn't be available and everybody's afraid that nobody likes them. That's why we have now the like button hidden. Uh, I'm just like, can we just remove the like button at this point? Nobody really wants it there because it's like destroying people's lives. Um, but yet everybody wants it but nobody can support anybody because every because we have too many defined throats and you guys are too concerned with your own expression and everything that's going on internally with your own words that you can't even see outside of yourselves half the time because you're so tone deaf sorry i have this whole rant about this and i'm i didn't I mean, what's the deal <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I my open throat goes on these rants, and then I'm like, "You need to bring that back in." But people tell me they like them, so I just keep doing them at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you but you know what I'm saying though with with the attention. Like if if not everybody, we all want it. It's the problem is is there's too many defined throats <laughs> that no one's willing to share it. Everyone wants to hog the spotlight and they're so wrapped up in their own internalness that they can't see outside of themselves. Like it's almost like if we could all just kind of share, share the, the spotlight. Yeah. Open throats. Well, not just with me, but your other defined throats too. Just like share the spotlight, period. Like oh, just no one's like doing people it. People in society. Like yeah. Generally. And yes. Hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Whoever whoever gets the most attention wins. 
and uh, See? eventually someone will get all of the attention. See, that's Every that's that's, that's the matrix. That is the <clears throat> illusion of the matrix that we all have to get the coins. Right. And once you get all the coins, every then you have all the attention. Everybody likes you. And but no one's enjoying the ride. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, if we are, if we if we just do this human design thing right, then we don't none of this matters at all. Exactly. That is true. That's why I do have a mission to spread it to as many people as possible, because it's time we're at we're at. We're at this huge transition now. You like talking about 2027. <laughs> I I love talking about 2027 because I was studying it before I even knew what 2027 was. And like with Kabbalah says a lot of similar stuff too. And so I'm just like, oh, wow, this is like literally happening. And when 2020 happened and everything happened with, you know, the lockdowns, COVID, I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, here we go, because I learned about all of this in 2017. Hi, friends. Okay, I know you've already heard me come on here once before, but I have a very important message for you. Are you an entrepreneur, a fellow weirdo looking to reach an audience on an offer, a program, a reading, a product that you're looking to sell? We have the channel of the entrepreneur and we're looking to create very specific commercials for other entrepreneurs such as ourselves. If you're looking to get your voice out there, we have over 15,000 plays on this podcast plus a YouTube channel and we can create a very specific commercial for you to reach our audience and your message. Go down below in our description and fill out the form because there's an introductory offer waiting for you. See you over on the rest of this episode. How do you feel about the seven, the seven year deconditioning process? Like when you heard about it or like, do you, do you ever think about it? Like, do you feel like that's like super accurate oh we got a new guest it makes sense yeah that's grendel hi say hello grendel hi grendel you you almost said something out loud didn't you oh seems super sweet is it boy Mm -hmm. oh boys boy cats are so sweet just might not leave me alone at this point so we'll see it's okay you can be our the good visual (laughs) <laughs> so this gets it's cute for a minute and then it just becomes so annoying with the little claw stickies yeah um seven years it makes sense you know especially with the cell generate regenerating regen yeah seven year itch and the seven's a big number i mean it's an up level number in numerology seven and seven also actually represents the aura. Does it? Yeah. It does. Um, well, <laughs> well, then, even more validation. I know. If you think about it, so, se- so okay. So you have the six lines, right? And then the seven is the inner circle. Like if you look at, there's a, there's a, 
a crystal grid called I'm really into grids and all this stuff, but I actually made a whole body graph grid system. I won't get into that right now, but um, so there's a grid called the, the seed of life. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It is actually, I have a visual. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. My channel of surrender wants to come out for a second. So I made this grid. <laughs> I made this grid. This is the seed of life. So um, I made this grid. This is for the cosmic community, by the way. If you join the cosmic community, you get our guidebook with your forecast, your monthly forecast. And this is in the guidebook, one of the things, a grid. So, um, and I encourage people to print it out and use the grid. So you have the circle in the middle. This represents source. Okay, this is where we come from. And then we have the six lines outside of it. One, two, three, four, five, six. And this is the seed of life. This is everything in in this. This is everything. I see that. So seven. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah, I mean. Just more confirmation. <laughs> do you, um, should, we go, should we Wikipedia the number seven? We Super could, if you want. Should we tell everybody more things about the number seven? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we could. This is turning into an educational episode on the number seven in relation to everything. Human design, uh, numerology, <laughs> crystal grids, life, all of it. Seven colors in the rainbow. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I'd say there's six. Seven well, continents, seven seas. Lots um, of seven. The neutral pH balance. All right. Number of notes in the musical diatonic scale. Wow. Yeah. Number of spots most commonly found on ladybugs. Well, that's it right there. Okay. It's we, confirmed. We, we have nailed that. Seven down is the most literally everything. Significant property. Ow! That hurts so oh, no. much. But you put your claws into my skin and pierce my. my I was trying to think of the scientific word for skin. Epidermis. Epidermis. <laughs> with your dirty little poo poos, poo poo claws. <laughs> <laughs> he just went on a wave with you. <laughs> Atomic number for nitrogen, seven. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. Literally, every that's that seven is everything. That's what seven is. When guessing numbers from one to ten. The number seven is most likely to be picked. Hmm. I mean, yeah. it goes on and on. Seven's a pretty big deal. So anyways, yeah, you guys, seven. So yeah. What? Seven. <laughs> it's, it's like starting over, but at a different level. If you think about it. Because the six right is like i've gone through all the experiences i'm at this completion but yet this i'm still i have this w wisdom to me and then it's like after that it kind of starts all over but you you don't forget everything that you knew before that so 7 is like the up level number it's um I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So therefore, every seven years, something happens in human design, um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You Well, I feel like you just, you reach this next version of you at that point. Yeah. That's... I'm, I'm very curious to see how how it goes in the next four uh, years. I'm in almost years six now. years. And I will say for me and everybody's, you know, goes through different experiences. I can only speak about my own. But I feel like it was really between like year four and five that I really started to fully surrender. Like where where they talk about like and I feel like I don't want to get on this subject, but I'm just going to say it like with the no choice. Like that's for me where that came in. Like I have no choice but to be myself. I know too much. My body knows too much at this point. My mind has now surrendered to form where it just wants to do whatever form says because it's realized that it knows way more then it it's like once the mind has like a job like I've told my mind like oh you're really good at looking at this or you're really good at watching this why don't you go do those things and we'll just let you know form take the role take the lead they're like oh okay it's like once the mind actually knows like it doesn't have to be in control it really does settle I don't know if you've experimented or experienced that yourself but that's something that I really realized probably or more so it's not that I realized it's more so that I guess I allowed was f- between year four and five. Yeah. I mean, passenger consciousness is that's my jam right there. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's all about from since I started. I mean, that was what made sense to me because I'd already sort of like, experimented with that idea without having the language or the this process to Mm -hmm. do it but yeah it's letting telling the letting the mind take the back seat and it i constantly am telling i call it my personality percy and my yeah i like that design desi and so it's gotten to the point where i just i'm just like percy stop it stop or it's like shut up and and but the thing is and rod rod mentions this all the time and it's absolutely true is like your mind it's not persistent mm. it'll it will sort of put its tail between its legs and go find something else to mm-hmm. think about some other thing to be like what about this what about that you should be thinking about this you should be doing this and the more often you're just like, dude, I'm not listening to you. Like you, you gotta leave me alone with this, with this thing. Like I know what you're doing. And then, and then the mind has to be like, yeah, it doesn't know what to do after that, you know? And that's to me an indication that that's what it was. It was my mind trying to run the show. And there's obviously things that you remember that you have to do. And sometimes you got to do them. Right. You know, obviously, but most of the time, especially when you like get up to take a piss in the middle of the night, it's like, we're not thinking about our taxes right now. 
There's <laughs> absolutely no reason to do it. Like, it's not going to, we're not doing them right now. You can't, you can't, you know, business hours. It, <laughs> Maybe you I, do need to give your mind business hours. Because like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can run the show just to feel good about yourselves. It's like, mm. it's like the dog that's on the, the, uh, the rope, the long, the long lead where it like thinks it can just kind of like do its own thing, but only in its own space. And it's almost like the mind kind of needs like so its little just, space and time it here and there. Yeah. Just like give it like, like let it okay, think. think it's, it's your a, birthday. It's, yeah. You get like <laughs> half an hour of control. <laughs> Something Jonah was saying. Uh, I'm sure that it was like back in July. <laughs> this is my rightness coming through. Yeah. On one of his videos about <clears throat> uh, how first uh, first color appetite people would benefit probably from eating second color as well. Hmm. Like yeah, I do think there is a huge connection with the first and second color. Like they both relate to each other. I did a membership for a while with variables and that was one thing that I didn't, I actually noticed was the people that were the first and second color really did have a lot of similarities and a lot of understanding with each other and they could have conversations with each other about certain things. So there's, I definitely do agree with that, that there's a lot of truth to that. I don't even know what his reasoning for it was, but I, I took it to heart because I had been. Well, they're the preppers. I feel like the first and the second line, like you guys like, to kind of like, uh, I think because you guys are so simple, both of you, the first and the second, it's almost like it's best if you guys plan your meals out and know what, what you're, you're like preparing to eat because a lot for a lot of you, it's like, I can't just go get like, like go to like a fast food place and get their food because it's too much ingredients and it's too much for my system. And so you guys are constantly preparing your own foods. And so I feel like there's some sort of connection there with that and like the simpleness between the two of you guys. Yeah. I mean, I think that also your body sort of once you, when you do eat something on a regular basis, you're not surprising your body in mm -hmm. any way so that even though it's not a single ingredient it's your body knows how to process it's still a similar it thing like, it's like you know i do like one two three four ingredient things and mm -hmm. mostly and i also cheat like all all the time and, everybody cheats listen um, i go out uh, to eat i, just I so have everyone such a knows, contradiction like I have a contradiction. I'm kitchen's environment and I'm calm determination. Do you know how annoying that is? Do you know how annoying? <laughs> nice. Do you know how annoying it is to want to and know that I should be eating alone, which I do the majority of the time. My husband hates me for this. Um, like I like I'll sometimes I'll sit at the table or whatever. I'll, a lot of times I end up having like work to do at night, so I'll just eat by myself. Um but when I we go out to eat, I've realized I, I have a few different situations I can do. I can either, if I eat outside, if we eat outside where there's not a lot of tables together and like there's not a lot of people and there's not a lot of action happening and it's just like an open, really open area, I can do that. 
It's when we're inside an area where there's a lot of congestion and a lot of people talking and all I hear is this, my nervous system starts to clench. Anytime I feel this happening in my body, I can't eat. But if I feel this and it's for some people, for some people I can eat around if it's, if I, if I have to, like if when we go away, I, a lot of times there's no, what am I going to eat in the bathroom? Like, you know, like it's hard that first of all, calm determination is one of the hardest <laughs> terminations I feel like to have because we've been so homogenized to gather when we eat. Um, unless I into like talk into talk. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard to talk while I'm eating. Um, which I know is the thing for calm, calm people too, but it's, it's like, but I love going to gather and be around people and like, have like a drink. Like I can have like a drink out. Drinking is a, is fine for me. It's the act of my mouth doing this that becomes Hmm. a thing. I mean, there's also people who have indirect light or whatever. So like they'll spend their whole day drinking mm-hmm. drinks, and then when the sun goes down, sleep food time. Yeah, there's ways to work. There's there's things you can do. There's ways, like but to yeah, still drinking be human. and eating. Or drinking doesn't count. Drinking doesn't count. It does. <laughs> unless your for unless your appetite, and then it does. Single ingredient drinks. Single ingredient foods. Yeah, my my. How do you feel about smoothies? Well, you're alternating, so. Hmm. So, how do you feel about smoothies? Just from my life. Like, well, or as far as single part- ingredient food. Yeah, stuff? yeah, with like your digestion and stuff. It's. I don't really do a lot of smoothies. It's funny because I worked at a smoothie place for, for over a decade. <laughs> um, and I'm really more of a juice person. And I would always want the you know for my you'd get a drink every shift and i'd just be like just give me straight watermelon juice or straight Mm. celery juice or something Mm -hmm. i was really into the you know the the culture of the company was just like who's got the coolest smoothie ideas like you're like i don't want your personal what do you do with your (laughs) smoothies it's like i drink watermelon juice is what i do (laughs) and it's funny because that was before i knew anything about human well yeah you were still you're still being you yeah. That's how you know it's right. When you're doing things that they say are correct or whatever, and you're actually doing them, and there's confirmation there. Like, oh, you're at, well, for me, what it, I, it boils down to, oh, you're telling me I'm doing something right as, as a third line. Like, oh, well, now I'm going to continue, especially as a generator. Now, this is something I can continue consistently doing because it's now confirmed to me that it works. That's what mm-hmm. human design shows you, what works for you and what doesn't. So once I know something actually does work for me, that I'm going to lean as far in as I possibly can lean. Like yeah. when the pandemic happened and everything got locked down, my calm determination was like, holy shit, yeah. this, is, this is the moment. This is the moment when we can officially start fully living as our true selves and just eating alone in our bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> It's your time to shine. (laughs) Look out, world. It really, you know, I know, and I'm not here. I, I, you know, sometimes my open spotoflexes can seem very, I'm either too sensitive or super insensitive, not trying to do that to anybody. But I have to say the pandemic really was great for me. (laughs) 
Oh, me too. <laughs> like not to knock anyone that had any hard times. I, I totally understand what most people had to go through. But for me, on a personal level, it really just allowed me to finally be my true self and not care. Yeah, I mean, remember, I found I, I started human design in yeah in January, as it was happening <laughs> January twenty fifth, and the pandemic started on March twelfth, my birthday. Oh wow! Um, so <laughs> it was immediately like, okay, and here you go with like being in your own aura and you know having well, all that this was time no coincidence to... either i don't know if you've Absolutely. thought about that i've had a mm. lot of a lot of thoughts and i guess this maybe this could be one of the places we could end up but i had a lot of thoughts around like that we were forced to not be able to be six feet apart like that's literally your aura so we were all like going through this heavy global deconditioning process that nobody and knew they were going through. Exactly seven years before the right. mutation. Exactly. And that's when, but so. that is when Raw said it was all going to happen. He said it will, it will start in 2020. And then once everybody went on lockdown, I literally said to myself, because I had nobody else to say this to, because at this point I had not started my human design business. So I was just talking to myself. <laughs> and I said, this is it. I said, this is it. We are entering the, the shattering phase of the transition of 2027. That's what I, 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 I believe. Yeah. And y'all, y'all about to find out. So <laughs> what do you, okay. So I do have a question though for you. What do you, how do you feel? I'm going to bring you, let your emotions come to this front and center for a second. How do you feel about people that don't agree with or don't understand 2027 or don't think it's important? I haven't met any of them yet. Oh, you haven't? I mean, well, I mean, I, I don't have. talk about it with like with with normies. Like I don't go around like <laughs> telling muggles about 2027 or about human design for that matter. Like I don't they can ask me. Like they they know that I'm into this weird thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I post on Facebook now. I'm not, like, hiding in the human design shadows. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I just don't, I don't really, I don't, haven't had those conversations yet. Hmm. I've had a few. And I just tell them, well, then, if you don't want to know about it yet, then just wait. You'll find out. It's it's happening whether we want it to or not. Yeah. Yeah. And it obviously everything's different forever. Right. That's the, it's that's the uh, thing is I'm like, well, you see things are changing now, right? It's like, now I'm going to tell you everything that's going to change and then you just sit with that information and just watch it. You don't have to believe me right now if you don't want to. But it's happening and I have been correct as to what would happen where people said that we would be back in like three weeks I used to I was I was like that's not I was like it's gonna be two hard years of figuring this out and then we're gonna open back up for a little bit and then 
this we're actually March. We're approaching a huge shift with Pisces moving into Saturn and then Pluto is going to move into Aquarius, which is going to be the biggest shift. I think once Pluto moves into Aquarius, but it's only dipping its toes, but that's that. I feel like that's going to, that's like the trailer Pluto and Aquarius is going to be the trailer of 2027. It's like the up and coming, like here's what's going to happen. And we're going to, we're going to have a huge glimpse into the future with that. Wait, we have a huge glimpse when Pluto moves into, when, the, into Aquarius because it's going to retrograde back. How is the, oh, the I see. So it doesn't. It's I not fully. Yeah. So I. That's, so first we get the glimpse, and then we get the. Because then it's not going to go back in, and I I totally don't quote me on this because now I can't remember. Uh, it's either twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five, which is like right before. And that's when like every like that's when the huge shifts are going to happen in twenty. So Aquarius is at the end of the sixtieth gate. So do we we dip into sixty and then go back, or do we make it all the way to forty one and then retrograde? No, we're going to go back. We're not going to. It's we're only going to be in uh, Aquarius for like three months. It's going to be very. It's a very short trailer. Okay, going- but yeah, Aquarius starts in like the sixth line of the 60th gate mm-hmm. and, then it, and then you get 41 but okay so let's finish up with this <laughs> if there was anything that you could share with human design that you find important that's like the number one important thing with human design what would it be uh first thing that comes to mind is just that it's and that you we've all heard this so many times but it's experiential mm-hmm. and the knowledge is is secondary and it's like all about frequencies and being aware of frequency based stuff it's not you the knowledge is just kind of fun mm-hmm. and we get all obsessed with it um but then like i said earlier it's like when you find yourself when the knowledge is is when you've when you've overfilled on it be aware of that and and don't feel like you're <laughs> don't get any kind of way about it mm. It's you, you're never gonna escape from human design if once you get in. If you're that excited about it, like just wait because it it keeps coming back. You're all you're <clears> in, <throat> in it. You're in your experiment, whether you like it or not. In some sort of way, it just depends on if you have the awareness around it or not. You're still. I mean, you're still living out your design in some way. Is what I'm saying. Whether you you know you are, or you're not. Just if you have the awareness around it, maybe give yourself a little grace on wherever you're at with it. Like if you do, as you you said that you beat you beat yourself up in the past about taking breaks. I think it's important to take breaks with this information. It's very dense. Just to know that that's that they are breaks. Mm-hmm. Call it a break. Not to feel pressured to like know 
anything it's like to know everything but even to know anything it's not about like how much of it you know that's the main thing well thank you um Mm. thank you for your innocence wisdom (laughs) i i love innocence people you guys just like show me that like it's like looking at the other side of what i'm not i i enjoy it some desire so thank you for coming and sharing your knowledge and wisdom and waves with us. They were fun for me to watch. <laughs> Definitely watch this what on YouTube because there was there was a fun there was a few fun moments for myself. So I feel like you guys would enjoy them as well. So definitely check out the YouTube portion. And Dave, let everybody know where they can find you. Neutrino Radio is my handle and my brand. Um, And it's N-E-U-T-R-I-N-O dot radio on Instagram. And then otherwise, it can be found at capital N-E-U-T-R-I-N capital O capital T. Sorry, O. No, let me do that again. N-E-U-T-R-I-N-O capital N-E-U-T-R-I-N-O capital R-A-D-I-O no space. There's another way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or what you could do is just go to the description down below and you'll find it right there because we'll make sure. Just link me. Yes, we'll we'll link Dave up. He's going to be everywhere. He's going to be on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, wherever you want to see his face. And he's also going to be, you know, doing some stuff behind the scenes. So I'm just going to plug him right here. If you need someone... He makes beautiful human design content. He will take all of your stuff and surprise and delight people with his 51 and his gate nine of detail that is hidden and scattered throughout everything he does. I see it. So if you would like that for yourself, definitely go DM him. Are you you open for business to talk to people about this? I suppose. Yeah, I'm I do video. I'm I do video editing and I'm open to the idea of open to the idea being doing that for other people if it yeah. seems like a good fit. fit. Cool. So yeah, and you'll be able to see some of that. We'll let you guys we'll definitely make sure that you guys know any of uh Dave's branding <laughs> on our work so that you can get a little glimpse of what that looks like, but definitely go check out his work because it's amazing. Neutrino Radio. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as Defined Hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.